Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! (laughs) You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, good morning, everybody. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True Newbauer. And I'll tell you what, this uh, show runs like a well-oiled machine. But sometimes I think we're using the wrong oil, Greg. We got Greg Janik on the board and ready to take your calls at 414-799-1250. Or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Oh, boy, what a terrific day. Yeah, have you felt like it's uh, fall a little bit with these cooler nights coming in? Yep, it's the beginning of it. And we all know that when this time of the year comes, that's packer time. And just let you know that we will be doing the NFL football picking contest again. What you get is uh, bragging rights. That's what you'll win. But every week after the 7-15 break, we will do the NFL football picking contest. And that is going to be sponsored by Curly's Waterfront Pub again. And they will be giving... The winner actually a ten dollar gift certificate every week. But if you if the contestants win the whole thing, they just have bragging rights. So you got one of the fine technicians online. We do, what we do. Got? We have Mark. Hey, good morning, Mark. How are you today? I'm great, Tom. How about uh, you and Dan? We're doing good. Hey, uh, coming up pretty soon is the Three Charlies Musky Tournament on Pewaukee. Can you tell us when that is and a little bit about it? It is Saturday, October twenty first, mm-hmm. and. Uh, well, same uh, same kind of setup as we've had the past number of years. Uh, I think it's 150 bucks per boat per team, two man team, um, two casting, and one live bait. Uh, th- three lines. Yeah. Okay. Per boat, uh, no trolling. Okay. And uh, we'll take uh, we'll start taking signups at the musky shop anytime soon. About how many contestants do you get in this musky tournament? Oh, usually 20 to 30. 20 um, to 30 boats. Yeah, 20 right. to 30 boats. Uh, we're hoping to do a little better this year just in John's honor, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, being the first year without John around, uh, we're hoping to fill it up, but uh, and that's kind of why. And what what is the limit, though? 50 uh, boats? 50 boats, yeah. Okay. 50 boats, and then and then, as far as the payout, half the money in the tournament gets paid out to uh, in prizes, and the other half goes to stocking muskies uh, in the lake. Okay. Uh, which we did, I think, this spring. Uh, mm-hmm. There were 300 extended 
growth muskies that came in, and uh, I think a couple hundred were paid for through the through the proceeds of last year's tournament. Now, will you have to work at Smokies during the tournament, or are you going to be fishing in the tournament, Mark? That's a tough call. Last year, uh, <laughs> last year I was working. Okay. Because um, you do pretty good on muskies on Pewaukee Lake. <laughs> yeah, I just try and fly under the radar. <laughs> but uh, it's so, been good, yeah. yeah. And in fact, this morning, uh, Muskies Inc. has got uh, 20 to 20, 21 veterans out here. Yeah. Uh, they've got a vet's outing. Uh, they started at 6. They'll be fishing until 1230 and then uh, cooking out over here at, at Smokies. Oh, that's awesome. So, that's, that's awesome. That's nice that the club does that. Uh, you know, some of these guys, uh, they look a little little worn out, let's say, mm-hmm. some of the vets. So uh, it's really a nice thing that uh, these guys from Muskies Inc. are doing today. That's great. And just let everybody know, you guys have everything and anything needed for musky fishing. They're at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop, right? Oh, pretty much so. Yeah, you, yeah. No, you're yeah. pretty well stocked up on a lot of things. <laughs> you got a lot of new stuff, too, that, you know, that guys just can't find anywhere. They can only find it at Smokey's. Yeah, the uh, a couple things. The trilogies, uh, that triple-bladed bucktail's been hot this year. The Angry Dragons mm-hmm. have been good. And, and the Angry Dragon, the just, to, just to let people know, the Angry, Angry Dragon is like a big chatterbait. All right, for yeah. muskies, and that's been working well, yeah. Yeah, that's been working good. And, and, and then, uh, what does Joel call his baits? What does he call those? Um, well, and <laughs> I or something like Rocky huh? Point Lures. Rocky Point Lures or whatever. Yeah. yeah, those things have been doing really good, too. Well, the, that little the spinner blade attachment with the Mini D on there has been right, right in all all season. Yeah, yeah. It's been really good. So you guys got stuff that, like I said, other people don't have, but you got it at Smokey's. And you got all the standard stuff, too. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we're, we're locked and loaded on rods and reels right now. And, uh, and and maybe in another, how long do you think it is before you'll get suckers in? Probably uh, early in September here, I yeah. think. Yeah, um, okay. So another week or two. That's right, and you have all the great musky rods and reels there as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, we're... Uh, we're well stocked, and uh, we can take good care of you when you come in. All right. So. Well, Mark, you better go to work. I hear that dinger going off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's All right. We'll talk to you later, Mark. Thanks for talking yeah. to us. You guys get a chance. Stop in and say hi to these vets uh 1 o'clock this afternoon. All right. Take care, Mark. Have a good okay, one, bye now. God bless. Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. Whenever you hear the dinger go off, that's when people are coming into the store or leaving the store. It goes ding dong or whatever, you know, the door. Does that go again? Uh, yeah. well, ding dong. Ding dong. Yeah, ding whatever. Dong. Something like that. Anyway, ding so, uh, dong. The witch so Mark, is dead. The witch Mark is... gave us the update on the three, three Charlie's tournament. Okay. That's he, good. He's there working. I asked him if he was, oh, you heard that, if he's going to be fishing it. And last year he had to work. But maybe he'll, you know, Mark does pretty good out there, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he's I got know. a little time to spend on the water. He's retired yeah. now. He's I didn't retired. want to ask him catch, what his uh, he catches hot lures a lot of are. Fish. But, uh, well, I he goes, he, he likes to jig the bondy bait. Yeah, he does the bondies. Like working the... You know, and that's not a bad thing when you're looking for the suspended muskies and pike. You you look for the su- suspended schools of bait fish, like bluegills and whatever. Yep. And then you on your locator, sometimes you see that big mark. Not too far from them, either just under them or off to the side, and yeah, you can start work it. Start working it, yeah. Start working at bondy bait or something like that, yeah. Well, I'll be out. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow, uh, I was out Sunday with yeah. Sandy oh, Flaster, yeah. Yeah. and we got a fish last week. 
I'll be out with him tomorrow. And today I'm going to be fishing with my friend Drago from Chicago. He's probably driving up now or listening to us, maybe. Um, so when the show's done, I'm going to meet him and we're going to go out and probably fish from nine to three or something. Give her a six hard hour, hours mm-hmm, out there and mm-hmm. see what we can dredge up. Now, do you, you know, when you're trolling out there, Danny, on Pewaukee Lake, and I'm sure this is true with all our Waukeshaw area lakes, but is it, are there problems with other people trolling? I mean, what, what what's the common courtesy thing to do when you're out there if you're trolling? Well, not as many people trolling now. You got a lot of guys jigging, which is fine by me because mm-hmm. they're staying in one place. And mm-hmm. uh, But what uh, if they're like directly in front of you as you're coming along and you see them out right where you want to troll? Do you go... Who's that now? Let's say the guy sitting there jigging. Well, you got to go around them. Now, do you go to the deep side around them? Well... Uh, sometimes both sides are deep around them because okay. they're out in 35 feet of water. <laughs> okay, so, okay, okay. Yeah, but yeah, you pretty much, um, you don't want to run aground and drag your baits on the bottom. Or in because, the weeds. Uh, you know, an interesting thing when you do drag your baits and hit drag bottom on Pewaukee, uh, you'll oftentimes come up with uh, shells mm-hmm. on the... Uh, um, on the bottom of your, on the hooks. On the hooks, yeah. And and I heard uh, years ago, P- Pewaukee Lake, I think that was a, a Native American name for Lake of the Snails. Snails, yes. Yeah, and I often wonder that uh, those shells that I'm getting are basically from those snails Mm -hmm. that it was named after Mm-hmm. Hundreds of years ago, or sure. whatever. Yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting. Sure. I'm sure they, they must are. be all over the bottom because they always come come in on my hooks. Yeah. The other thing that's terrible though is when you pull in, uh, uh, you pull in uh, weeds with just tons of zebra oh, on there. Yeah. And the other thing you have to be careful of now, anglers have to be cognizant of. Uh, or is it cognition? No, cognizant. Oh, you were right. Cognizant. cognizant. Yeah. You have to be. It uh, used to be you'd get weeds uh, on your. Rod line or rod tip, and you just shake them off. Mm-hmm. Well, now with all those zebra muzzles, you know those can be sharp. Oh, I, you don't want to grab that hunk of weeds with zebra muscles and well, take them off because they're sharp. No, I'll grab yeah. them by my hand. I just don't yeah, shake them on the rod so they rub the line. I carefully oh, yeah, pick them. Yeah, I carefully okay. pick them off the rod tip yeah. as opposed to just trying to rip yeah. them right off. You but know, you by do shaking it, them off. But you do it carefully. Yeah, they're not really bad for my hands. Yeah. I mean, I guess stepping on them is one thing. I haven't worried about grabbing them with my okay. hand. Just All worry right. about my line. I don't care about cutting my hands, Tom. I just yeah. don't want to lose a fish. Yeah, right. Who do you got there? Man Pewaukee. Hey, good morning, Matt. How are you today? Pretty good. How are All you? All right, what's on your mind? Um, I wonder if anybody was fishing during the eclipse on Monday and if it had any kind of different results. A- actually, the funny thing was is that uh, 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 Mark, who we were just talking to, from Smokies, he was fishing during the eclipse, and he—I I think he said he—he he caught a fish, uh, not a real big one, like a thirty-six inch or something. It was either just before or just after it, not during it. But I don't think that had any effect on the fish whatsoever. Because Mark was probably fishing four hours before. Yeah, four, and four hours, hours after. after. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Why did you hear anything? No, I'm just. No. I know they say that. If it's the total eclipse, like cows will start, you know, walking back towards the barn, they think it's night, and it, it like spooks them just as yeah. if it would have been. But then a minute different. later, they're walking back out because it's light again. <laughs> well, you know, around here, Matt, I mean, it got a, a little darker, you know, for a right. minute or so, and then it was back. I, I, you know, it, it, it was it it was so uneventful around here because we had so many clouds. You know, right. it it was like no big deal around here. So, 
Well, they gave the kids uh, at uh, the school these glasses, and we yeah. all went outside and looked up there. And I'll tell you, next to the annual Memorial uh, Memorial Day Pewaukee Parade, it was the most overhyped and under-delivering <laughs> event I've seen in my life. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks oh. for calling, Mark. Anything else? Nope, that's it. Oh, Thank okay. You. See ya. Bye. Yeah, I think Mark uh, was telling uh, telling me this week uh, that uh, there'll be another one in seven years. No, twenty twenty four. Four four years. Uh, yeah, twenty twenty four. Yeah, twenty twenty four. I can't wait. It I, I it just looked. I I was indoors. I wasn't looking for it. it was, but it just looked like it got dark. Like it was about just, to rain. Yeah, it you just know, like it, it was, it was about, like about a big storm. cloud came over yeah. and then it went away. It was nothing. Yeah, it was. Can you imagine those much. people who drove all the way down to to like. See it, I Coving, mean, Covington, Illinois, or something like that. Well, I'm that. sure it was different there because they yeah, but better... there were traffic jams in uh, what was it, Jefferson, Missouri, or somewhere. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, people were all down because we only got what 80, they said what 83 percent of something it, like or that. Some... something like that. I guess yeah. you know, I guess it's look nice. at look at look it up on the internet, you can see yeah, the picture. Yeah, I seen it. As a matter of fact, I saw it on some news show this week and they showed it and it was like, oh, okay, you're not gonna cool. worry about burning your corneas or yeah. retinas or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, listen, we got to go to one more break. Uh, you know, by golly, these breaks come about every 15 minutes, don't nice. they? You well, ever notice that, Tom? Yeah, well, that's a weird thing here in radio. It happens on all the radio shows. But anyway, we got to go to a break. When we come back, we'll take your calls at 799-1250. Stay tuned for more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Welcome back. Shoot the Welcome thrill. back to the Midwestern yeah. Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you live from the Baitmate Fish Attracting Studios. We are presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. And speaking of shooting, if any of our listeners right now, <clears throat> listen carefully. If you have underage children in the room, this might be an appropriate time to cover little Johnny's ears, have him put his earmuffs on, or have him leave the room because... What you're about to hear next is not yeah. pretty. It's the German guy shooting the slingshot. Right. Now, before you play it, let's just set it up quick. The guy is showing a, a slingshot that he invented, and it's against a concrete wall, and he's going to shoot a champagne bottle. The only problem is is that it, the 20-millimeter the steel ball, which is it's like a marble size, hits the wall, comes back, and hits him in the head, and now you're going to hear yeah, what so happens. Pre precursor to that, he, he shot a plastic bottle. Right. And it went in the bottle, and it just stayed in there. And then he shot a glass bottle; it shattered. But he has like a cork board behind the target, in front of this brick. Yeah. And he misses the, the cork, cork board. board. Yeah. All right, take and it away. The, and this Are is you what happens. Start with the champagne bottle now. No. Yep. Yeah. yeah this this is, here it comes. Okay. Here we go. And they narrate go, as folks. it goes. Here we go. So now the champagne bottle. Hallo. Hand weg, Hand weg, Hand weg. 
And now his wife is by him. Handbag. Jörg. Kannst du mich hören? Now she puts a towel on his head. Just listen. Just, I just want to listen. Oh, and there he is. Now they're just showing him... Play it again. Play it, pl play it again. I want to play it again when he gets whacked again. Yeah, when he gets whacked. Here we go. Go back. Wait a minute. He's got to find it. Now we have the champagne bottle. Yeah. Here it comes. So now the champagne bottle. He's staying calm. He's not panicking. That see that could happen to me when I use my basement as a firing range. You know, that could happen to me. Here it goes. But you can just you can hear it ricochet off the wall. And it, yeah. and, but it's even better because you can see it coming off the wall. Right like, at him. Like you had to look for it, but you can see it coming off the wall going right for his head. Pain bottle. <laughs> Jeez, that poor guy. I feel for him. And the blood is just flowing out of his head. It's just flowing. Oh, God. Okay, I'm not going to use my basement as a fire, uh, target range anymore. <laughs> I've learned. I just by watching that, I think I've learned my lesson. I'm not going to do that anymore. Shooting in the, uh, uh, what do you call it? telephone books? Nope, nope, no more. <laughs> no more. Just, just the sound of you, you can hear like just the sound. Do, do you hear you hear release, <laughs> and, the then sound you're, you're the and then you hear tink, and you hear shh, yeah, and then you're, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys are getting too much enjoyment out of this guy's pain. <laughs> and you know, I shouldn't say this, but at Sherpers and Hales Corners, we sell a lot of wrist rockets, different, like four different kinds of oh, wrist God, rockets. That's, that's funny. And the steel balls and marbles and whatever. I'm just glad he's okay. Let's hope well, I so. don't like to laugh at somebody else's pain so, Greg, and misfortune. You think he got a concussion? Maybe we can collect. A, <laughs> maybe we can start a fund for Huntrick. Let's uh, <laughs> let's donate to Huntrick's recovery. Well, we'll put up little donation cans uh, at gas stations and stuff in Germany. Well, I don't know. Huntrick, help country. Let's just put a picture of a sad-looking cat on the cover on, on the can and call it Huntrick. Uh, well, Zane's obviously not that good if he didn't hit the corkboard. Oh, that, and it. Oh. Well, maybe, maybe the being as he invented this super deluxe slingshot, maybe it takes a great amount of force. You know, it, you know, you're exerting a lot of 
to try and pull that son of a gun. Dude, you, know, <laughs> you know, he's got to his... Pull, pull that thing back and shoot. Yeah. His, le his left arm is fully extended out, and his right arm, where he's holding the, the ball, you know, is pulled, like, two feet behind his head. I mean, he's got an extension of about four feet that he's whipping this thing. I mean, it's... Wow. That is really It's dangerous. Dangerous. Wow. So, Bushy, you're... Good thing he didn't get hit in the eye. You know, we're going to give you or a... the nuts. Bushy, I'm going to give you a quest what? for this fall. What's the quest? I want... <laughs> I want you to see if you can get a squirrel with a slingshot. No way, man. I'm you not having that happen You're to me. not going to try I'm it? learning from hunt tricks. <laughs> if I hit the trunk of the tree and ricochet back and hit me, no way. <laughs> My mama didn't raise no fool. Oh, God. I learned from his mistakes. Uh, I was telling everybody earlier that uh, uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll be playing the football NFL football picking contest, and it's going to be sponsored again by Curly's Waterfront Pub, where they can win a $10 gift certificate if they win, if they beat us or tie us, us three. So they got to either beat us or tie us, which who, is not hard to do. Who won last year? Uh, yeah, we all know, Greg, you won last year. We all know. Nobody cares about last year. How about the year before? Says no. says the man who last yeah. year was saying, yeah. I won last year yeah. every single week. Now, wait a minute. Let's not care about who won the year before, but who won the two years before that? John. <laughs> no. Listen, guys. No. John. <laughs> Listen, guys. I grew up in Green Bay, <laughs> and I was 10 years old when they won yeah. their last championship in the 60s. I had to yeah. live off memories for a lot of years. So I'm good at going back to past years yeah. of glory. Yeah. And they say, uh, well, Aaron Rodgers should, uh, you know, he's going to be playing this week supposedly in the first string offense and defense for a while. But I was listening to a report of the guy, uh, uh, he does a show in Denver, because uh, that's where they're playing, Denver. And he said that most of the Denver starters will not be playing in, you know, in this game. He said most of them will not be playing, so. I don't. Uh, I don't even with Balaga going down. I don't even know if Rogers will play. Oh yeah, yeah. That you got to. You, you know, it's not just the left side, but the right side too. You got to protect. But uh, we'll see. Maybe they'll throw in. You know, a you know a, a tight end and a, or a, a running back to protect that side. You know, give a little help to the right side. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But hey, oh, and you know what else is happening tonight? The big fight bef between Merriweather and McGregor. Mayweather. Yeah, May Mayweather. Thank you, Mayweather and McGregor. Merriweather. Yeah, whatever. So they're getting a lot of money for this. I dated and, a girl uh, named Merriweather once. So who 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 do you guys think is going to win this fight? Oh, well, it's going to be Merriweather. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> think so too. I think so too. I agree. Without yeah. a doubt, I think it's it would be a shocker. What time is the fight? Eight o'clock. I'll be in REM well, sleep that's, three that's, at that point. Well, I'll be in rapid fight, eye the movement. Main event's going to start at nine. Probably like eleven. Are you serious? Oh yeah. Like I well, said, I'll oh, be sleeping. Oh, it's two hours there. behind us, so nine o'clock their time. Oh my god, that's a long time. That's too late for me. Well, I'm not gonna go out anymore. Ah, you can and watch stay up it. late. Nah. Are you ordering it? Or no, God, it no, right? I'm not ordering it. No, God, no. You I, going to either, a bar? If McGregor has any chance of winning, he has to do it early yeah. because there's no way he's he's never his last. I think his last ten fights, his average fight lasted like. Seven minutes, eight minutes. Yeah. But that's an MMA. That's yeah. It's just a little different. But, yeah, but but yeah. he's not. But in still, you gotta have the stamina. Shit. Remember when they used to have fights <clears throat> go fifteen rounds? 
Now they go 12. Remember, they used to be 15. Now they're 12. Well, they used to, way back in the day, they used to not have rounds. Well, way back in the day. So, they, so well, they saying, had as many rounds as you wanted. As long yeah. as it took for somebody to win the fight. So, yeah, exactly. So and then saying, it went from 15 to 12. Yeah, and then and there were some round, there were some fights back in the day that lasted a, over 100 rounds. Uh, there were bare knuckle. There's uh, old records from um, way back when. There was a bare knuckle fight that went on like incredibly, like it was insane. Yeah, want to say it? Want to say it was O'Sullivan was in that one or something? Sorry, I'm trying to remember. I remember it, it was crazy. It was brutal. Oh yeah, they just back would then go. it was brutal. I, the fight went for like a day or something yeah. crazy. They just yeah. kept going. Did. And going and going yeah. until they'd uh, until somebody got knocked out. Until someone got knocked out or, or, or killed. quit. What is it? Or, or they what? ran out of eight o'clock is the main event. Oh, eight o'clock is it is okay. Eight o'clock. Boy, everything's happening. Well, right it's, tentative, it's tentative because right. But you know, it you, depends you, how the prelims go and yeah. all that. You got good the stuff. fight at eight. You got the Packers at eight. Mm. You got the Brewers at eight. Everything's happening tonight. So you're saying the farmer has never gone past seven minutes? The farmer. Farmer. <laughs> he has. He Wasn't has it just his average time. Just his average, huh? Farmer McGregor. I don't know. If there, uh, McDonald? No, it seems to me there was a Farmer McGregor in some children's book. Oh, there might have been. We'll call him the farmer. Uh, it's, you know, well, we got to go to a break anyway. Uh, there was something I was going to bring up, and gosh. Slingshots? Darn. There was no, a Mr. No, McGregor. No. Mr. McGregor. Mr. McGregor. He was a farmer. Well, anyway, we got to go to a break. We got to, when we come back, uh, we'll we'll talk, I don't know, Can we regroup and get back to some hunting and yeah, fishing here? Yeah, I think we better. Think we because, got to circle because, the wagons here. Because, you know, uh, next week, you're, you're, you know, there's going to be goose hunting, dove hunting, uh, early teal hunting. There's going to be a lot of hunting. Maybe we'll talk a little goose hunting. How about that? Well, that sounds good to me. All right. We'll be right back with more with Danny Bush, Tommy the True Newbauer, Greg Janik on the boards. You are listening to 105.7 FM, The Fan, presented by Coleman Insect Repellent. Slingshot Channel. Today we want to have a little bit of destruction fun with this new slingshot of mine. Let me explain its features to you. This slingshot was made to have reasonable power, but also for very long-lasting bands and for hand protection, so for safety. So you see first that there is a through-the-fork uh, attachment. When I hold the slingshot, my hand is protected. So my hand cannot be hit from neither from the back side or from the top and also not from the front. So this is a very safe slingshot. <laughs> and it's set up for a full butterfly, of course. A safe. Today's ammo, 20 millimeter steel balls. This is our setup. Very, As you can see, the slow motion camera. And on the top of my catch box, we'll put different bottles, plastic bottles, glass bottles, to see how they shatter in slow motion. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> Yeah, he's laughing now. <laughs> he's laughing now. Oh, God. Look at that. The ball is in the bottle. Ooh, look at Next, that. we'll use a glass bottle. And then they show it slow motion, you know, going through. That's why there's no sound. So now the champagne bottle. Uh-oh. Hand weg, Hand weg, Hand weg. Oh, God. Anyway, 
So, Bushy, are you going goose hunting? No, show me. Do no. the wine. Do the. This, can we do that? Oh, the, the, gra- the, the gra- lady yeah. thing. The lady. Oh, that. The, the grady. Yeah, the here lady we go. Stomping the grapes. There's a wine festival out. I don't even know where it was, and uh, a grape lady is with a news reporter, and she's showing how they have a, a competition where they stomp grapes, and they're and they're standing in a bucket, and this bucket is on probably about a three foot pedestal, and. Uh, the lady that's talking and about, that runs the festival is talking about it. Vineyard tours, seminars, arts and crafts. It's a lot of fun, a whole day. Stop. And then she falls. You guys are sick. I'm telling you, you're laughing at people's misery here and pain. No. You started it. Oh, no. And then they go back, and then they go back to the television. You got to go back to the studio. Then they go back to the studio. Oh, oh dear. Oh, I think she's actually hurt. No, there. I think she is. Yeah, she's Ouch. hurt. She took a hard fall off there. Oh, oh she took gosh, a hard I hope fall. she's okay. Oh, dear. Okay. Mm. <laughs> no, she's not okay. <laughs> there, look like Peter Jennings there. Somebody saying, oh, dear. Boy, looks like she took a Back to you, Tom. <laughs> 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 Okay, so, so are you talking planning about a, goose? Oh, geese. Yeah, are you going goose hunting next weekend, or are you going to wait for a couple of weeks? I don't know. You know, I'm off Friday. I'm off Friday, Saturday, well, Sunday, Monday. Of course, I'll be here with you on Saturday. Yeah. But uh, right yeah, I got to call. I got to call uh, my buddy Scott and see if uh, if they're going to gather the troops and grab those German slingshots and head on out and try and whack some geese. Ooh, you should try with a geese with a slingshot. I think you'd have to hit him in the head. A goose is probably, a little bit bigger probably. than a pigeon. I don't think I'd use my basic wrist rocket. I'd have to use a wrist rocket on steroids. <laughs> yeah, me. Well, you well, guys like, sell, you guys, no, like Henrik has. Henrik, maybe. <laughs> or whatever his name is. Does he have like a mail order kind of an 800 number? Is probably it like not my anymore. pillow? Do you yeah. get two? If you, uh... <laughs> probably not anymore. After they uh, saw that video, his uh, and if, website got shut down. Well, yeah. I'm thinking his wife said, Henrik. You are done with the slingshots. <laughs> no more. Yeah. It didn't go well for him. You know, and sometimes yeah. you you see some of these uh, people send in these funny videos to some of these stupid shows. And, and you, they're obviously staged where somebody stages mm-hmm. an accident or something. This wasn't staged. No. No. Hein, he, Heinrich took a beating there. Well, you you watch some of those videos, and you know, you see a dad pitching to a little kid. He's going to get hit in the groin with the ball. Yeah. Yeah. You know it's going to happen. It's coming. It's coming. You know it's going to happen. You see, you just watch it, and you see a guy pitching to a little kid, and you're like, all right, well, you know what's going to happen here. This guy's going to get hit hit right in the balls. The old dad gets shot in the groin (laughs) from the kid shot again. Yeah. But you're right. Some of you can watch some of these, and you can tell they're just completely staged, just to try yeah. to win money for yeah, it. Yeah, people just want to get on TV by acting stupid. Mm-hmm. I've always been blessed. I didn't need to have to try to act stupid. I just kind of came natural. So, yeah, but, same yeah, here. But back to the the uh, goose hunting, Tom. You know, I goose hunted for the first time last year, mm-hmm. and um, I thought that for goose hunting, you would want to use full choke because I've always, I you know, I hadn't. hadn't had not owned a shotgun for many years, so I was always full choke for big things far away. Mm-hmm. But uh, really modified is what they suggested with the steel shot. Mm-hmm. And BB 
was the low. Now, how about yourself? Size BB, yeah. BB, yeah. 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 What what loads did you well, do a years, lot of? When, when we did that years ago, I you know, to tell you the truth, I don't even remember what size shells we were using, but my gun was a full choke anyway. Um, so, you know, it, it didn't matter. It's just that a lot of people, when, when you're goose hunting, you see a lot of uh, sky busters. And by that, I mean guys that are shooting at birds that are way too high in the air. That they're never gonna get close to them, you know, and right, and and you, you really gotta know your limits. You really gotta judge properly, you know, when to fire or not. And the other thing with geese too is that uh, a lot of times, uh, now I found a number of times when we were hunting that when the geese, if the geese were close enough and coming at us, okay, fine, shoot. But if they were a little higher, but yet within range, right. We, we would wait until they flew by us and shoot them as they were flying away because the front, because of the way their feathers are, yep. the, their front, their chest, where you're where you're shooting at the front of their head and their chest and whatever, it, it's it's really tough. It's dense, and it'll those BBs will bounce right off of them, you know. So, but when they're going away, they'll go actually under those feathers. Okay. So, but if that's only when they were further away, if they were close, there was no problem. Did you, you ever know? hit? When I hear stories about guys aiming at a goose and and hitting one eight feet behind to get the back goose instead of the one they were trying because those things probably, are going so fast, probably. you're not leading them enough? Well, we wounded one once. <clears throat> I didn't wound it. The other guy did, but we went over to get it. Who's thing? That thing was nasty mean. He, it was a winged, you know, and it couldn't fly, and and I don't know. He, he was he was on the ground, man. I'll tell you what. That that bird was po'd at us. Was he us. hissing at you? And oh stuff? God, yes. Oh yeah, he was upset. And the guy thought he'd just go over there and wring its neck. Uh uh-uh. uh, no way. He had to give him one to the head. So the goose kind of intimidated your oh, partner. Oh, you better believe it. He would intimidate me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're nasty. Well, yeah. I, I think I told you the story about my dad when he was in his 70s with a bunch of old 70-year-old guys up in Green Bay years ago. Just on the east side of town, it's all developed now, but uh, they were in a field, and they wounded a goose, and it flew across the road and landed in somebody's kind of yard area, mm-hmm. some farm kind of area. And some uh, nature lover called the cops on on them because he thought they whatever they were doing something wrong and it was legal to shoot where they were at but not on the other side of the right, road and right. when the county sheriff showed up he just kind of said well you know somebody called and then they said well we got this wounded goose can we can we just shoot it in the head and finish it off and the guy kind of stroked his chin for a little bit and said i can't really tell you you can do that and so <laughs> what they did was one guy, one guy got a golf club out of the back of his Did he really? trunk, and my dad walked around and distracted the hissing goose. And the guy went up behind it and whacked it with the golf club and got it. That's that's the way to do it. I mean, I'll tell you, yeah, that was, ooh, they're nasty. They can be they can be nasty little critters, you know. Well, actually, they're pretty big, you know. They're pretty good size, you know, and they'll bite you. They'll bite you. Of course, they don't got no. They don't have any teeth. They don't have teeth, but they'll they bite you hard. My my one brother in law. Uh, he uh, he had geese on his mini farm, and uh, they they were just outside all the time. They were like great guard animals, because anybody pulling up in a driveway, that thing, those things started honking like crazy. And the thing is, is when you walked over to the house, you you had a guy had to protect his uh, his uh, private parts because they're about that high. Their heads are, and yeah. and they want to they, they want to nip at you. And you what? Oh yeah, they come over, want to nip at you, and you got to be careful. 
until they got. How you, do they know where to nip? Well, they would nip wherever they could. Oh, okay, but, but then you chew them away, and then eventually they go away. You know, but because they knew people, because they hung you know, around people a lot. Hidden away. What? <laughs> Something happened. Gray, Something just happened. I Gray, missed it. Gray, Gray's getting carried away. Um, over there. I was. Do you do this, Tom? When you're in your yard. Do you like when geese fly over or ducks, do you go up like you got a shotgun in your hands and swing with it like you're shooting at them? Not anymore. I just look at them. Oh, you're too, you, see, I'm childish. I still do that. Yeah. So this week, I was standing in my boat, White Jaw, in the parking lot outside over by uh, Smokey's there and uh, on the east side of Pewaukee, and I hear these geese, and I couldn't see where they're coming from. Well, then all of a sudden, they flew over the building. And uh, so I'm standing in the back of my boat, and I'm swinging at him like I got a like, rifle, like, you got like a I got a shotgun. shotgun. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I'm thinking that they yeah. disappear. I'm like, yeah, I got you, you sons of guns. And then I look, and I'm like, what's that on the back of my oh, no. back of my boat seat, six inches from where my head had been? They crapped on you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and then another crap, and it all over the boat. I thought, I thought I got them, but they got me. Yeah. You, you know, thought you got Igor, yeah. but Igor got you. <laughs> and with that, we're going to go to our last and final break. Stay tuned for more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. We'll be right back with more on 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's the final Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you live from the Bait Mate Fish Attractant Studios. And all the juice is being collected underneath? Yes, and whoever collects the most is going to win a free weekend here at the Chateau with international foods and wine tasting. Stop! Uh-huh! Oh! 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 Oh, gosh, I, I hope he's all right. Well, we'll have to send someone to make sure that he is. <laughs> and uh, if you do something dumb, folks, they might make a song out of it. What happened to, to these get, guys today? Time to get serious, you guys. Come on. Act your age. Oh, goodness. Well, I heard it, that. It all happened because yeah. you had to talk about some German guy with a slingshot. You you knob. It's your, it's your I know, fault. I know. It's all my fault. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what. I've, I've been hearing still good reports on Winnebago for the walleyes. Still doing really good up there for walleyes. So, uh, boy, if you can get an opportunity to get up there, that should be good. God, I, I'm thinking the rest of September, too. All of September. Should be good. Yeah, should be good. And I've also heard that they're starting to get some perch in the Bay of Green Bay. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys are Which, out there. Uh, you don't really think of people perch fishing on the bay. It, well, it's not like it was years ago. I know. Years ago, it was great. Oh, man. We used to, oh, you could catch such dandies up there, you know? It was awesome. But it sounds like it's coming back a little bit. Let's hope so. Uh, okay. Salmon fishing. Reports I've gotten, I don't know. It, it's, it sounds like it's been a weird year. Kind of Unlike Michigan, I never really heard that they were just getting them great guns. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, some... You know, some reports good, some not so good. You know, if you were going to go up to Lake Superior on the Apostle Islands, they are catching so many lake trout up there. I mean, it's ungodly how many f- their guys are getting. It's just unbelievable. This that, year? Yeah, that they're going to be, that the they have, inst- I think they've already instituted a special regulation, a special limit that you can't, I think it was five you could keep up there, but now it's down to one or two. Well, the DNR had a bunch of hearings last year where they were going to get public uh, input mm-hmm. along with, you know, the, well, all the uh, vested parties, fishermen, commercial fishermen, they were talking about some new regulations. Mm-hmm. And I never really followed up on what what came out of that. Well, this was that, uh, this year has just been a tremendous year. That's up by the Apostle Island area and all that, uh, uh, you know, by Bayfield, I think. Yep, and uh, they, they're just uh, just slamming them. So the, the DNR said, "Hey, look, we got to get get a special regulation because there's just too many of them being, you know, taken out of the lake up there." I guess so. They, if somebody knows about it, give us a call at seven nine nine twelve fifty. We got a few minutes left, but either they instituted the special regulation, a special limit right now, or they're going to do it next year. I, I don't know exactly. I think they instituted it already. You know, as a kid, for years, I used to study the uh, world record fish. And for years, I swear to God, the world, well, I remembered the muskie, of course, 69 pounds, 11 ounces by Lewis, um, but, uh, or Louis um, Spray, but the world record uh, lake trout, I swear to gosh, was 63 pounds, and it came from Lake Superior. Should I check it out? Now, now I see different numbers, but years ago, I, I swear to gosh, it used to be 63 pounds. And uh, they actually say that those giant lake trout in Lake Superior, those real big ones, like they're, they're a- there's actually different strains, Tom. Yeah. And where those monster, monster ones are like down, they're the ones down in the depths. They're down deep, deep, deep. They've been down there for years. You can't really eat them. Um, they're full of fat, and they're like a different strain. And I forget the name of the strain that are considered those giant, giant mm-hmm. lake trout. I'm guessing it'd be the same as the ones they catch on, like, God's Lake up, well, they up catch in Canada. Well, they catch a lot of big ones. No, those, I'm thinking of something else. Anyway, all tackle world record caught in 1995 on Great Bear Lake in Northwestern Territories in Canada was 72 pounds, 72.4. 72 pounds, 4 ounces, what, I think what lake? Great Slave? Great Bear. Great Bear. It's one of those two big lakes seems, up seems there. Seems to me that, you'd always see giant Lakers coming out of. I, th- I want to say a Great Slave, and yeah, I want to say slave. God's God's Lake as mm-hmm. well up there. Yeah, and they also get big ones out of that Flaming Gorge Reservoir in Utah. They get big ones up there too. And they, there is one from Lake Superior. Yeah. The the uh, well, there's several. Sixteen pound test line was forty six pounds, but on seventeen pound test line was sixty one pounds. From Lake Superior. What year was that caught? The 61-pounder, 97. Okay. 1997. I swear to gosh, it was in the 50s that it was caught, and there was a 63-pounder that used to be the world record mm-hmm. from Lake Superior. Well, it, 
They got a 63-pounder in 1986, but that came from Great Bear Lake. Now, now the thing is, is that... But they got big ones up Those Lake Superior ones, those, I believe, would still have to be native, native ones, because the the, uh, sea lamprey pretty much wiped out the lake trout in the Great Lakes. Yeah. yeah. But those monster ones that are still up in Lake Superior, I, I believe those are... We'd have to talk to a biologist, but I believe those are still some... Uh, some relatives of the original strain up there. Oh, I got one more thing I got to tell you, Danny. What's that? Uh, the other day I'm driving east on Capitol Drive in Pewaukee, Brookfield area. She hit a deer and didn't no. even know it? No, and all of a sudden there's Dennis Radloff on his Harley driving down the road. And I think he was, I, I'm not sure what he was doing, but I think he was flashing gang signs at me. Guess what? <laughs> Dude, He's... I saw him the day after you did going really? down Capitol. And <laughs> I saw this black Corvette and some long-haired guy go racing by me going through the gears. And I pulled up at a stop sign. It was Dennis. <laughs> so he's, so got he's got a Harley and a Corvette. That guy. And he flashed the same gang signs at me. Where was he? Yeah. I don't know what's that mean. What's that? What's this mean when they go well, like I know that? rock and what's roll that? or something. Rock Does and roll, but then he rock was, and roll. Yeah, it means yeah. rock on. Rock on it means rock on. But then he was fat, wow. fat doing it, some other is. stuff too, and I was, and yeah, he was just. Doing we got to get Dennis stuff. in the studio yeah, again yeah, sometime. Ask him what all those gang signs are. So. <laughs> all right, well, that's all I got. <laughs> Me too. To all the listeners, thanks for listening, and God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors coming to you from the Baitmate Fish Attractant Studios. We have been presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Talk to you all next week, my friends. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.